Summit Medical Group is the largest physician-owned multi-specialty medical group in New Jersey. Now helping you live well and stay well with SMG Radio. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. All women face the threat of heart disease, however, the risks and symptoms are different for women, and in fact, more women die each year from heart disease than men. There are unique but serious signs of heart attack and heart disease in women that you need to be aware of and symptoms that you should not ignore. My guest today is Dr. Nirmala Akapeti. She's an internist with Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Akapeti. Tell us a little bit about what's different between men and women when it comes to heart disease. Back in the day, men were the one that was oft studied. All the studies were done on men. But now, as the tides are shifting and more women than men are coming up with heart disease, what are you seeing and what are the differences? So, uh, thank you uh, for inviting me to come and uh, talk on the on your uh, show today, Melanie. Um, I will give you some background information. Heart disease remains the leading cause of death in the United States um, Many individuals are unaware of their coronary heart disease risk. Up to 50% of men and 64% of women who die suddenly of coronary heart disease had no previous symptoms. Um, Even though over the last 30 years, uh, the heart rate risks are dropping in women between the ages of uh, 39 to 44, there is a 1.3% increase in the rate of heart attacks and death uh, in women. Uh, This is um, the recent, actually, survey conducted by the American Heart Association found that only 54% of women were aware of that the heart disease was the leading leading cause of the death. So the the incidence also increases as the women go into uh, menopausal years. The... The reason for great disparity uh, in diagnosing early on um, in women the heart disease is uh, the way our symptoms are um, manifested. Uh, Women with serious heart um, conditions uh, do not present with um, chest pain radiating down the arm, with sweating and palpitations, which are the typical symptoms of uh, somebody having a heart attack. Um, On the contrary, women present with uh, fatigue, uh, sleep disturbance, anxiety, shortness of breath, and frequent indigestion. Only one-third of women report any chest discomfort or pain during the prodromal period of um, experiencing the heart attack. Um, Because these uh, symptoms uh, are very atypical. Uh, a lot of women uh, do not go and um, get the attention, medical attention, immediately. And if they do, and some providers, when see these women, will um, attribute these symptoms to anxiety um, and um, indigestion, so on and so forth. So that's so, the big difference in the way women and men present. So if you are experiencing, and as you say, a lot of women experience anxiety that comes with shortness of breath and stress and maybe even heartburn or sleeplessness, things we women experience all the time, Dr. Acapetti, what do you as a physician do with those symptoms? If one of us were to come to you and say, 
I feel anxious all the time. I'm having a little bit of heartburn. I get short of breath. You know, what tests do you perform that might give you an indication that we have heart disease or at risk for a heart attack? So um, when when a woman presents to my practice with these symptoms, uh, first I will do a thorough uh, evaluation, uh, both physical exam, uh, lab evaluation, and an EKG. Um, so as a part of uh, history taking, it's very important to assess the uh, underlying risk factors, uh, positive family history, and um, the ability of the, uh, I mean, the smoking history and any history of uh, elevated lipids. And also, uh, if the woman is experiencing um, fatigue, um, getting easily tired after doing minimal work. So first I will take a thorough history, the thorough physical exam, and then we will uh, assess uh, the um, level of uh, lipids and there is one particular um, cholesterol um, triglyceride component, uh, which we assay, which is called uh, ApoB. The ApoB are non-HDLC levels are particularly useful than LDLC to assess the cardiovascular risk, especially for women. In women, um, these levels, uh, when they are high, that more indicative of the plaque um, burden in the coronary or arteries. So that's, um, and then of course, uh, we'll check the hemoglobin A1C, make sure that, uh, you know, there is no underlying diabetes. And another important risk factor is um, smoking. Uh, women smokers get 25% more um, heart attacks than men do. Um, then electrocardiogram um, is not always diagnostic uh, because 25% of the time uh, the EKGs uh, come back completely normal. However, um, since we know uh, these risk factors and the atypical presentation of uh, women, um, I will send them um, for further testing in terms, you know, like calcium scoring which is uh, looking at the plaque burden um, in the coronary arteries. So that's the initial um, assessment. Uh, Of course, if the electrocardiogram uh, looks abnormal, I'll send them to further testing, um, exercise stress testing. Uh, If uh, exercise stress testing comes back um, abnormal, uh, then... uh, you know, nuclear stress tests, so on and so forth. So it kind so, of builds itself up from there. So if a woman has these symptoms, then you do the history, you get your blood work done and, and an EKG, you know, get your labs. You're looking at all of these inflammatory markers and cholesterol and plaques and things, and then maybe they need a stress test. Give us your best advice. We only have a few minutes left for risk factor prevention, lifestyle changes, modifications, things that you tell a woman before she does have heart disease that you want her to know so that she doesn't get heart disease and why she should come to Summit Medical Group for their care. Yeah. So Summit Medical Group is very big on uh, prevention, uh, and so am I. 
So as part of uh, Summit Medical Group, uh, our mission is to prevent the heart attack. Um, so when these patients come, I will counsel them uh, about lifestyle changes consisting of a uh, dietary approaches to stop hypertension, like diet. It's called DASH-diet, uh, smoking cessation, regular physical activity, and weight management. These are cornerstones of overall management. And I also uh, counsel them about, um, you know, other diets like Mediterranean-style diet, particularly if it is supplemented with olive oil and nuts, it's inversely related to the risk of cardiovascular disease in women, uh, proven by different studies. Um, so the part of uh, preventative aspect is thorough physical exam, um, assessing the underlying risk factors, and counseling them about um, diet. Uh, I'm going. I cannot uh, re-emphasize or overemphasize the importance of regular physical activity and the uh, obesity, diabetes, um, abdominal obesity. They're all associated with high risk of heart attack uh, in women. So these are all the risk factors, as you've said, obesity and diabetes, and that exercise is essential, good diet, seeing your physician if you do have questions. These are all essential. Thank you so much, Dr. Acapetti, for such great information. You're listening to SMG Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.